Welcome. You've tuned into Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we'll explore one of our favorite topics of inquiry. So we've titled this episode, Self-Healing is Everyone's Lifelong Journey. So many people still assume that healing is only for those who are sick or not well in some ways. Yet more and more people are waking up to what healing might really mean in their lives. It shows up in the world as people becoming much more health conscious in some way. Often, people may first start to take care of their health by becoming more attentive to their diet, nutritional needs, and exercising in a beneficial way. Today, more and more people are starting to pay attention to their mental and emotional well-being as well, which is really great to see. Some people have to take exceptional care of their physical, emotional, and mental wellness because their professional career, success, and financial well-being are fully dependent on them, such as the elite professional athletes and perhaps celebrity media entertainers. Fortunately, for the very successful ones, they have the financial and personal people resources to help them take care of their health without as many limitations based on the costs of products and services. Nevertheless, we all have to take good care of all the aspects of our lives in order to enjoy greater health with which to live them. To do that, first you have to move on from the more traditional idea that healing is fixing what is broken or what's wrong with the person. It doesn't matter whether you need to heal your physical body, mental condition, finances, or your relationships. Healing is simply restoring yourself back to the wholeness that you are. It's never that you are somehow broken or that something is wrong with you. That kind of perspective to whatever condition that you happen to be in at the time on some level of your life actually limits your ability to have healing. Why is that? Because the perspective comes from divisive and exclusive thinking. When you look at yourself as being somehow broken or lacking or wrong, you are comparing your current condition that you might be experiencing with what you expect in your mind as fixed, fulfilled, or right. That immediately divides you further into dichotomies of opposites in your own perception of yourself and your current experience of how you are. When you do that, you polarize yourself more to one side or the other. Duality. Immediately, that divides you further against the other side of you. It now pits the wrong you against the right you, the good you against the bad you, the broken you against the fixed you. 
in truth of that is even more in truth none of that is even remotely true or real does that mean you are not experiencing being unwell or even intensely in pain when that's what you're actually experiencing of course you are experiencing what you are experiencing and how you are experiencing it nonetheless you won't be able to heal yourself into the health of wholeness if you continue to look at yourself and your experience in a divided way that will only perpetuate and even increase the painful experience you are having whatever your condition may be let's first explore what you're actually considering when you seek out some kind of healing for yourself sure it's easy to see that you are seeking relief from pain or the feeling of being somehow not well and not having your usual experience of yourself yet if you're looking at your unpleasant or unsatisfactory experience as some thing needing to be fixed in you you not only divided your good or okay self from your not good or not okay self but you keep yourself stuck there in powerlessness i'm sure you've experienced a time or two when you were already getting down on yourself when a well-intentioned friend or family member tells you that you shouldn't be getting down on yourself because that's bad for you or they start telling you what you have to do to fix yourself uh-huh thanks but no thanks right you were already feeling bad enough when people do that it just makes you feel worse it's definitely not helping you heal yourself is it we've mentioned many times on our show that healing is simply what most dictionaries define healing as which is restoring to wholeness when you are healing your body you are restoring your body to the wholeness that it already is but somehow not manifesting more fully at the time when you are healing your relationship with a loved one you are restoring the relationship back to the wholeness that it was once was when you are healing your career you might be restoring your career to the wholeness of success that it once was or the wholeness of wholeness of success that you know it can be so no matter what aspect of your life you are seeking healing for it is simply restoring that part of your life experience back into its intrinsic wholeness it's not trying to fix something that is broken it's restoring what appears to be broken right now back into its original wholeness remember as a soul or a spiritual being you are already whole complete aware and joyfully alive not only that you are limitless and eternal which means you are whole forever nothing can ever change that that is also the true meaning that the real you cannot ever die even though you appear to be here in the world as a separate body person who can die bodies are always of this world you are spirit creatively expressing yourself in this world incarnated in a physical body with multiple energetic levels of expression therefore what you consider to be healing yourself in any way is the process you go through to restore your awareness and experience of yourself back to the truth 
and undivided wholeness of who you are as spirit. You'll discover sooner or later that you are already complete, eternal, immortal, limitless, and forever loving and joyful. But while you are incarnated in this divided world, in a body made up of polarized atoms, molecules, and cells, you first experience everything in the divided experience of the body-mind that you are incarnated in. That allows you to experience the ups and downs of living in a body and the world. It gives you the experience of ever-changing conditions of life expressed in this 3D world of time and space. The process of awakening yourself back to the wholeness of the limitless, eternal, aware, living beingness that you already and always you already are and always will be is what you consider healing yourself to be on every level of your experience of your life. That is ultimately our purpose for being here in this world, to heal ourselves back to the experience of who we truly are. Yes, and I'm, I've been intimately <laughs> learning <laughs> more, more about how to manage my relationship with the you know, all the polarized atoms, molecules, and cells that Raphael was talking about that makes up my body. And uh, uh, it, it's a fascinating uh, journey. So, yes, healing yourself daily needs to become a way of life. If you're seeking truth, freedom, success, happiness, love, and or peace in any way. Just as Raphael described, Self-healing is your journey of awakening and restoring yourself to who you truly are. And you won't be able to do that if you start off by thinking something is wrong with you or that you have to fix yourself in some way. Well, it's the same thing with being psychic and having use of all your soul abilities here in this world. All too often, People think that something's wrong with them when they don't realize that they are merely psychic and are experiencing themselves, their lives, and the world around them differently, perhaps from others. As long as they believe that the challenges they're encountering in their lives are due to something being wrong with them, or that they are somehow inadequate in some way compared to others, they won't learn how to use their intrinsic soul abilities or what some may call spiritual gifts in ways that would benefit them and others. Such people are not only looking a terrific gift horse in the mouth, but even more so they're misinterpreting their gifts as problems that have to be solved or eliminated rather than seeing them as powerful abilities that they have to learn to correctly use and develop. As they say, don't try to fix what's not broken. <laughs> this is one of my favorite sayings, actually. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Raphael say that many times during mm -hmm. our marriage. <laughs> and, and I agree. It's, it's, it is, you know. It's, uh, if it's not broken, it's working fine. Let's, let's continue. 
Well, once you integrate into your daily living the truth that healing yourself is not only a lifelong process, but also that it's ongoing, moment by moment, each and every day, then you begin living your life as an ever-unfolding adventure of healing yourself back to wholeness or the undivided, limitless, eternal, and all-loving spirit. That self-healing process has been called many names, such as the path of enlightenment, awakening, liberation, Christ consciousness, self-realization, or God-realization. That's why one of my favorite Vedic prayers, the Pavamana Abhiharoha, introduced in the Brihadaranyaka Upashana. Say that fast ten times. <laughs> and it asks, that prayer asks the divine, from the unreal, lead me to the real. From darkness, lead me to light. From death, lead me to immortality. That's one clear and concise way to sum up this ever-unfolding process of awakening and complete self-healing. Furthermore, once you integrate this awareness into your daily life and not make healing yourself separate from living your life fully, then you'll gradually come to realize that everything in your life is offered to you as a tool for healing yourself back to wholeness for guiding you back to your true home in spirit. Your complete awareness is not only the way back to your healing and home, but is also your destination. And you might notice, like Raphael said right at the beginning, you don't have to be sick. In fact, self-healing really starts to kick in when you're very healthy and fit in every way. Uh, when you don't think, most people don't think they need healing because I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. But no, that's when it really starts to work because you're not trying to solve a problem anymore. You're, oh, you're just going to be more and more true to yourself, more and more loving and kind to yourself more and more appreciative of who you are. So you might notice that as you start to live more each day without dividing up your single life into a lot of separate segments and compartments, you begin to discover that every last atom of your life experience is merely an integral part of your one undivided life. That is the healing process, step by step. Life reveals itself to you that is whole and undivided. The more you begin to experience that undivided eternal life, the more you begin to experience the incredible joyous celebration that life is already. And you will discover that you are never separate from that. Now, how do you translate that into living your life day by day through all of its ups and downs. 
remember, this season <laughs> of our shows is all about celebrating, you know, your life through all the ups and downs. First, you might notice that our modern society we currently live in has become an increasingly busier one, hasn't it? You might find that much of your attention is on doing this and getting that done. Societal daily life seems to have become so focused on doing and doing and doing, and most people have little time or space to just enjoy and celebrate being themselves, to celebrate the life that they are. The enormous advances in technology has definitely helped to shape society's perspective and the type of culture we live in, haven't they? If you look at the purpose of technology and any and all kinds of technology, it doesn't matter. It's to help us do things more easily, more efficiently, and much faster. Today, any of us can get things done in a matter of minutes or even seconds, what used to take people sometimes weeks or months to get done. Even something most of us take for granted, like texting someone. We can text a question to and get back an answer from them within sometimes a second or two. <laughs> Not that many years ago, we have had to write a letter longhand on paper, fold it into an envelope, lick the edge and seal it shut, <laughs> hand address it, put a stamp on it, and take it over to the post office to mail. Then it would take a week or more for our letter to reach its intended recipient for them to read. If we sent the letter to a foreign country, it would have taken much longer. We knew we couldn't expect to receive their reply letter for at least a month or so. Even saying that sounds like I'm reading it out of a history book about the Dark Ages. <laughs> well, <laughs> yet I grew up corresponding with people in that manner. Yes, yeah, well, I could be considered an ancient relic, but hey, I, here I am using quite an array of technology to communicate to all of you almost instantly with just a few clicks on my computer screen. Well, we're coming upon our first break already, and this is the time we make little announcements about what we're doing. And this time we wanted to remind you that our brand new Learning Sanctuary for the Soul site, Live themiracle.com and I'll say that again live themiracle.com is now available to any of you seeking to explore discover learn practice and grow spiritually and psychically it already houses two of our most comprehensive audio self-study courses and open to everyone series of classes over time we'll continue to add all of our mastered audio seminars classes intensives and courses to make this site a complete audio, video, and text self-study learning campus for your spiritual and psychic growth, healing, and development. It will, in time, house pretty much all of our teachings that have been recorded and produced available for purchasing and downloading or studying online. We heartily welcome you to check it out. We'll return shortly to continue with Self-Healing is Everyone's Lifelong Journey. We'll be right back.
follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back to our show. Our topic of exploration today has been about self-healing is everyone's lifelong journey and how you can celebrate that in your daily life regardless of what you might be going through. Let's continue and see also what you might do to make everything that happens in your life part of your self-healing adventure. Well, before the break, I was talking about how technology has one of the ways and the technology has been a major impact in the formulation of the kind of culture we all, most of us, uh, live in these days in our society today because technology is all about doing, right? Yeah, technology is wonderful in many cases, yet notice that technology can't just be. Raphael and I have been talking at the in the first segment that, oh, yeah, you got to start with really addressing your beingness. You're a human being. You're a spiritual being, right? So that's part of who you are, a major part of who you are. But technology isn't a beingness. <laughs> the whole purpose of technology is to do to get something done, right? So, so if we don't use the technology, uh, it just sits there. It's not being anything. It's just a lump of uh, hardware. Yeah. <laughs> so if we didn't desire to get something done uh, in a certain way, we would have no use for technology. Technology would have no purpose here. The greatest technology in the universe would be of no use at all if we were to just sit there and not use it to get something done, right? So, 
society's increasing reliance and expectation on technology being readily available for its denizens' use has tended to program many people to live their lives by doing, 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 doing the way technology is supposed to do. We, if we continue to live that way as human beings, we would forget even more of who we truly are. The answer, of course, isn't to get rid of technology. Oh no, that will put us back in the dark ages. But, and that would be absolutely foolish. Yet we all need to put our lives in the correct order, if you will. Technology is for our use and not the other way around. And to keep it that way, we would need to find a way to remind ourselves regularly who we truly are. Which means we have to take our primary focus of attention and awareness on a day-to-day basis from just doing this and doing that and, and all that just all the time and restore that our awareness and attention back to being aware of the unchanging reality and the truth of our beingness, who we are. Aha, that process is what we might call meditating. Meditating is a practice for those of us who have so become habituated to doing life that we need to wake up, you know, some kind of a wake-up call, so to speak, to appreciate that in truth, we just are. What we call living our life is first and foremost about how we choose to express our beingness in this divided world of polarity that is defined by the experience of a point traveling through space in relationship to a second point in space during a certain passage of time. That's why the initial purpose of all forms of meditation is to discover or rediscover that which is described as stillness, which is another way to describe our experience beyond the real reality defined by time and space. A reality defined by time and space, there's no stillness at all. That's why this universe, every right down to the last part, you know, subatomic particles, it's going all the time, changing, morphing all the time. Ah, nothing stays still. The undivided, limitless eternity some might call the oneness of spirit or truth or unconditional love is completely still. It never changes, which means there's no movement over timelessness. What might the fundamental practice of meditation be, regardless of what type of meditation you practice? It's essentially practicing to shift your attention of awareness first from whatever past experience that you might have been hung up on in your mind to looking at and seeing the present that is out of the experience of time and space. To put it in the context of everyday experience, you have to become aware of what it is in your consciousness or your mind 
that is taking up a good portion of your limited or limited limitless awareness. You will discover sooner or later that whatever it is that is holding your attention generally isn't the truth or that which eternally is. Most likely, you'll find that your attention has been on what you did or what happened in your past that was in some way not acceptable to you. And if you focus on that and things are coming up in your life, you get worried about your future. You start to jump across that eternal present and jump into the future and worry about, oh, no, I don't want the same thing that I'm stuck on still from the past and trying to solve from the past and regretting from the past. I don't want the same thing to happen to me in the future. (laughs) So you can see how easily we get ourselves out of the present, out of beyond time and space as spirit. Are you aware as you do that, that there's no way for you to change what you've already experienced? Oh, no matter how long you stare at, you throw stuff at it, you try to figure it out, you try to solve it, you try to get rid of it, your past, no, that's, that's on your permanent transcript, so to speak. <laughs> if you got an F in third grade, well, guess what? You can destroy the transcript, but guess what? Your history has still has it. You got an F in it. So what? That doesn't define who you are. Neither does it define you if you were a straight-A student and you're living in the past saying, I used to be a straight-A student, and now I can't even remember my own name. (laughs) I feel like that sometimes. (laughs) Well, uh, no, I could remember my name and my birthday because every time I go to the hospital, every time I go to the infusion center to get a transfusion or anything, blood draw, I have to repeat my name and uh, birthday. To just to make sure that the label and me are the same thing and the computer says the same thing, <laughs> which I'm grateful for because, you know, you don't want to get somebody else's blood or you don't want to get somebody else's medication or anything like that, right? Okay, so I've memorized my name and birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you aware as you, you know, you just... Let yourself be. Healing begins. But if you don't, if you can't accept and and you're stuck on, I got to change my past. I got to fix it. I got to redeem myself, whatever. Oh, are you aware that if you do that, there's no way for you to change what you've already experienced? No, that's just an experience. You, you already had it. It's absolutely no good for you to cry over milk that you or someone else already spilled, right? What is important for you, however, is as supremely creative beingness yourself, again, you the beingness, right, is to look beyond the past and the future and whatever you already had experienced to look at and see what it is that you'd like to create here and now, 
creating is always new. You don't have to keep on recreating the old. If you keep on looking at, you know, what you're disappointed in yourself and what you regret and all that, you just keep on recreating the same scenario. Those of you who've enjoyed watching that movie some years ago, uh, uh, Groundhog Day, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the same thing. One of my favorites. <laughs> happens over and over and over. Well, that's called reincarnation, by the way. <laughs> How do you get out of that that wheel of repetition? Ah, you got to get into being present right here and right now. Then healing can start. Rather than continuing to keep your inner vision on your disappointment or guilt or anger or sadness or whatever you had decided that caused you to experience it that way, you need to drop that in favor of looking at a new energy experience for yourself. That's how you can make real changes in your experience of the life that you're living here in this world. As long as you continue to stare at whatever you've already experienced in the past in your mind, you stay in that past experience and nothing will change for the better. You can't solve or change or control what you've already experienced. It's done. And what's done is done, as they say. Nevertheless, you can always change where you are right here and now just by seeing a different state of beingness in your mind. That is a major part of what we call clairvoyant development as well. You have the ability to see the truth so, pr practically speaking, um, I was really happy to hear Michael talking about uh, the past experiences and how oftentimes they control your decision-making process on what you're going to do now. And I've seen a lot of people do this, which is, uh, is pretty normal in everybody's life. If they don't uh, learn a lesson the same kind of experience is going to happen over and over and over again. <laughs> and I I have one person I give readings to who has a similar thing like this. I'm not going to go into specifics because I don't want to identify this person in any way. But it's so interesting because it's it's kind of in a family setting. And the same things happen over and over. And this person's response is the same over and over and over, and the results are the same disappointing thing over and over again. <laughs> and this, <laughs> Anybody have multiple dates like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So this is very much like um, if you've ever seen the movie Groundhog Day, exactly what it's talking about is when the wrong decision is made or the wrong perception is made about what's going on and the same, let's say, response uh, re creates the same results, it's telling you something. It's telling you that either this isn't your problem to solve or that you need to shift your awareness here in the present as to what's a new way you can approach this. What's going to be the correct way for one, for one being you, to approach this situation in order that you can actually move beyond it, solve it, whatever. And sometimes certain kinds of situations are not meant to be solved by you. And that's what some people cannot let go of. And even when it comes to family, 
And, you know, I know some Especially of you. Especially when it comes to family. Very much so. Well, <laughs> you know, most of us really, really love our families very much. And some of us have some very traumatic experiences with family. So one of the places where, let's say, that division can be healed, even in family situations, is simply letting it go. You know, the a, a more Christian word would be forgiving it. But some of you aren't ready to forgive. So sometimes just backing away from it and letting yourself integrate what is the lesson why am I here in this situation? Because it takes two. The lesson is for you and the lesson is for the other person. So uh, one of the things I like to think about in these lessons, it's like the idea that uh, of reincarnation, since this was brought up, you know, there really isn't reincarnation. It's just one life going through many phases. So our experience as spiritual beings in that joy in that eternal oneness it's one life but you might think of your life as a book and your specific life now is a chapter in that book of many lessons and if you don't finish those lessons in this chapter they get to go on in the next chapter when you get your next body yeah, you get to repeat your grade level, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I like forgiveness as a as a idea of letting go of the division. Because mm-hmm. when you are upset with someone, just notice what happens to yourself. You shut down to that person. And maybe they deserve you to shut down and move away from them. However, eventually, even if that person never reconciles with you, you need to reconcile with yourself in relationship to that other person or else you're going to carry that either in another lesson in this lifetime or another lesson in the next lifetime. So we're coming up upon our second break already. And for any of you interested in seeing Michael in video talks and interviews, we now have our newly redesigned and improved official YouTube channel up and running. We'll continue to upload new material over time on that site as well. In addition, if you'd like to help support us so that we can keep offering you this weekly live and archival radio show, we have a new Patreon site, which provides one way you might be able to do that. To easily and directly access any of our online network of sites, we call our Learning Sanctuary for the Soul. You can go to our new link tree at living-the-miracle.carrd.co. We'll return in just a couple of minutes to continue with Self-Healing is Everyone's Lifelong Journey. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. 
one of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's wonderful to have you back. We've been exploring self-healing is everyone's lifelong journey and what that might mean for you. So let's find out more about that. One of the things I wanted to talk about, um, especially in relationship to what's happened with Michael, um, if you've been following our show, you know that this past January, uh, we had quite a little crisis go on with him in the hospital for nine days and being diagnosed with AML, a form of leukemia. And since I've been through quite a few different crises with Michael (laughs) over the years, starting about 2004 and 2006 and 2011 and on and on and on, one of the things I noticed, because I've been practicing all these tools all these years, is that crisis at first might make it seem like it's like a slash of separation. Mm-hmm. You get separated from your daily routine, which for me is a little difficult because daily routine is a big thing to me. I like being able to do things on time, show up for people when I have appointments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, crisis just kind of slices you off from that daily routine. Um, but what I've found is that just like what Michael was talking about earlier, that Healing is bringing back to wholeness. One of the attitudes after many times going through this that I've taken is, first off, once you're kind of kicked off the track you've been on for quite a while and put into this crisis mode, that uh, a sort of an acceptance that this is where you're going to be for a while and that it's okay. And even though the situation might not be okay, that... If you fight the fact that you're separated from your normal life at the moment, it can be a very traumatic experience. And I found that the trauma comes out of it when you start to be able to be flexible. You know, flexible with, okay, this is what's happening today. This, This could even happen to you at work where you're working on a really important project and some boss comes in and says, set that project aside. I want you to do this. And it's really difficult to to make the separation from that because you have a lot of your energy and creativity and everything in that. But the fact of the matter is, if you learn that flexibility, you can start to be in present time 
and and move your creativity without destroying the old project that you still have to finish, you can move your creativity to the task at hand. And that's the attitude I've taken and working with it on that level of Mike, what Michael was talking about, uh, the major part of having that, uh, seeing a different state of beingness in your mind is using your clairvoyance is to be able to use your clairvoyance, which is your ability to see, to see the truth. Here's the truth of the now, and the truth of the past is in the past, and therefore doesn't really exist right now. The truth of the future is in the future, and therefore doesn't exist right now. The only thing that exists right now is what's right now. So that helps you to be able to pull your energy out of those other places. Yes, and it's really important what Raphael brought up about the crisis. You know, initially, whenever you're confronted with some kind of a, what you would consider a crisis, somebody else might not call a crisis, but to you, it's a big deal. Because, like you said, you feel disconnected or separated from the norm. You know, it's, it's something that's a big surprise, unexpected. But... Remember, we were talking about the uh, Groundhog Day thing, the repetition, reincarnation, the same cycle keeps going on and on. Why? Not as punishment of any sort. A lot of people experience it as punishment, but it's not, not at all. It's a gift. You get to do it until you get it, right? You, you get to go through that same experience until you learn what you need to learn, which is ultimately, like Raphael was saying earlier, you can call it forgiveness. You can call it uh, letting things just the past be the past. And, okay, I got it. I don't have to be stuck on it. I don't have to rehash everything. I don't have to stay guilty about it. I don't have to, you know, blah, 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 beat myself up or somebody else. It's just the way it was. And now I see more clearly. That's not the way I want to continue my life to be. Ah, so what can I create in the here and now? That's called forgiveness. Clairvoyance is, is really a high level process of not only self healing, but it is synonymous with forgiveness. Because until you forgive what you're holding on to in your mind, for whatever reason, you can't move on. Ah, the Groundhog Day is going to happen because it keeps on coming around. Sometimes the cycle of keeping on coming around is once in every lifetime. That's kind of a longer cycle. Other times it happens every day, <laughs> you know, or every year or whatever. Every time you try to have a relationship or something, the same kind of person, the same situation keeps on popping up. Well, what is a crisis in the first place? What brings about a crisis is, of course, it's unexpected, but it's not something that's, once you start to look at it, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise anymore because a crisis happens when you are ready to graduate from uh, a grade level. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crisis is sometimes like a turning point. Uh, yeah, final exam. So that okay, if you if you learn what this crisis is about, see the truth of it, you graduate and get to your next level. 
like or like Raphael was saying, it's like chapters in your in your book of life. If you manage your navigate through your crisis correctly, that means that's a demonstration you learned a lesson. But the crisis comes up, and why it seems so harsh at first is because it's a lesson that you, has been too difficult for you in the past, and you've kind of buried it. You, you said, not yet. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. And that's why when a crisis happens, one of the things you need to celebrate is validate yourself. Oh, if this crisis of this magnitude or this difficulty is happening to me, I must have, I must be ready to handle it. I must be ready to deal with this that I wasn't when I was a child or last lifetime or whatever the situation might be. Now you're uh, capable of dealing with it, which really means you're capable of forgiving yourself from what is causing you're, you're holding on to something is bringing about this crisis in the first place. Even though the crisis seems like unrelated to yourself, you know, so many people look at me and go, how can you of all people have had so many crises in your life? <laughs> what are you doing wrong? I'm not doing anything wrong because each time I have these crises, it's, it's oh, I'm getting you know, my final exam for this grade level of learning. And so I looked toward it as, okay, what's the lesson here? What What is it that I need to learn? What is it that I need to forgive ultimately in myself? Ah, because the only reason you might have a hard time forgiving someone else for something, you know, that they did that you became the effect of, it's because that same thing is in you. Maybe you don't remember it because it's from four lifetimes ago. But, ah, you made those same decisions. You made the same so-called mistakes. And you couldn't forgive yourself back when you did it. And you really beat yourself up for it. And then you, you buried it. You didn't want to have to deal with it ever again. But you didn't deal with it. You didn't forgive yourself. You didn't set yourself free. And only you can ultimately set yourself free. You can ask God, but until you set yourself free, God can't do anything. Oh, see, God doesn't have a problem with you forgiving yourself. Doesn't have a problem with you you not forgiving yourself either <laughs> because it's all up to you because God doesn't have to learn any of this stuff. Oh. But we do. And so once we realize, oh, yeah, it's up to me to forgive myself. Okay? Sometimes to get to that point, we might need other people to pat us on the back and go, you know, it's, it's okay. And give us encouragement, inspiration, blah, blah, blah. Tools, techniques, whatever for healing ourselves. But ultimately, they can't make us whole because we already are whole. You know, if, it's, if we're not whole because we're broken in some intrinsic way, then maybe somebody can glue us, patch us up together to make us whole. But no, we already are whole. It's up to us to realize it. 
Ah, but as long as we keep on seeing ourselves as broken, as something's wrong, and, and I'm inadequate, and I'm lacking this and that, the other thing, and I really messed up, all that stuff, as long as we're continuing to beat ourselves up internally, we're not going to restore ourselves to the wholeness that is already there. We can't see it. And that's what clairvoyant development is, is about, is learning to see the truth. And ultimately, learning to see the truth of who you already are, now and forever. Oh, forever means you've always been this way. <laughs> it's not like you're going to make yourself this way. You just have to see the truth of who you already are, have always been, will always be. And what you find, if you really look deeply enough to who you really are, you'll find something that is beyond magnificent, beyond beautiful, huh, beyond capable. Hmm. How can, you, how can you have a grudge against someone like that? Huh. But as long as you look at yourself and you're seeing not who you really are, not seeing the truth of yourself, but you're looking at who you're not, who you don't, who can't, who you can't stand. Why can't you stand that you that's, that did the wrong thing? Because you know, intuitively, you know that's not who you are. And it's, it's like being told you have to love this person you're not. And you go, no. So, so it's, it's, you, you just have to start to recognize, oh, wait a minute. I'm misinterpreting this disgust with myself. It's not disgust with myself. It's disgust with what I've become, allowed myself to be, and I'm not. And once you see that, no problem forgiving yourself. And starting to find that love <clears throat> once again. Well, we're now at the end of our show today. We are ever grateful that you chose to join us for this show. We hope that all our shows inspire you to awaken to much more of your psychic or soul life and purpose. Join us again next Wednesday for a new episode to explore the many ways you can celebrate your life joyfully through its ups and downs. Remember to check out our new link tree at living the-miracle.carrd.co you'll find on that page uh, direct links to all of our online sites from our new learning sanctuary radio show host page and new youtube channel to our website and social media until then be inspired use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully this is living the miracle with michael and Raphael tamura we'll see you next week we appreciate your joining us today living the miracle with michael and Raphael tamura can be heard live every wednesday at 2 p.m eastern time and 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel until we talk again next week remember to wake up to who you are it's your purpose here on earth